Welcome to the Ask Coach Perry podcast. Get your running, triathlon, swimming, or cycling questions answered by one of the best coaches in the world today. You're listening to Ask Coach Perry, and uh, a great question in today from Greg uh, Dardigan. And Greg was asking us, Lindsay, we've done really uh, sort of in-depth descriptions of the comrades up and down routes, the start and, and that sort of thing. He's asking us to do the same thing for the Old Mutual Two Oceans. So uh, that's coming up. Let's talk the, the ultramarathon from a, a novice perspective. Let, let's talk the start. What, what do you need to bear in mind? So, look, the start isn't nearly as rock and roll as comrades. Um but it is still quite an event, you know. Start starts at in South Africa. The races start in the dark. The spotlights are out. I think the most important thing to kind of bear in mind for for two oceans is that the part of town where it starts doesn't have a lot of feed-in points, so you do want to get there early. There's also a half marathon which is going to start. Um, I can't remember if it's before or after, but the point is that within half an hour of the main race, there's this half marathon that's that's also been run. So there is an enormous influx of people. Parking is at a premium. So those are things that you need to take into account. And although it's not 89 kilometers long, 56 k's over some pretty big climbs, it's a daunting task. So there's a lot of excitement at the start. They don't quite have the same traditions, but it is still a pretty cool event to be at and you know it's it is one of my favorite races that i've run in the world the first eight to 12 kilometers depending on how fast you run are pretty dark Uh, they all run through parts of cape town where you're not missing out on on much scenery particularly not once you get to uh through weinberg um but once the sun starts to come up you hit musenberg St. James, and it's really beautiful. It can be quite windy, so you do need to prepare yourself for that. At that point in time, you often get you often get a little surprised by the anger in the southeaster. But effectively, from that point, 12, 14 kilometers, all the way until you get to about 21 k's of very gentle rollers, slight ups, slight downs, with a, a really nice view on your left-hand side of the ocean. Until you make C point. In C point, there's a, there's a little drag, uh, which will take you to roughly the 23, 24 kilometer mark. Also, uh, look, you got some views of, of mountains and things, but it's not really the most spectacular part of the route. And then at about the, the 26 kilometer mark, you get faced with a choice, which you don't get to make. Com- uh, two oceans will either then go over Chapman's Peak Drive, or it'll go over Kopsevach. All indications are that the route is going to go over Chapman's Peak this year. So that's what I will focus on. And if that changes, we'll do a special podcast just to, to talk through the, the Kopsevach route. You hit a nice flat section till about 28 kilometers. And so if really what you can tell from what I've said is that you get to halfway, it's been a very gentle race. And for that reason, a lot of people go very hard in the first half of the Two Oceans Marathon, and they go through halfway. I mean, you are going to go through halfway a bit quicker, and you are going to negative split, mostly because the second half is so hard. But people get carried away and go way too hard. (coughs) Almost immediately after halfway, you will climb what is called Little Chappies. Now, it's a pretty steep climb. But it's not too long, and a lot of people mistaken it for Chapman's Peak Drive. The way that you'll know it's not Chapman's Peak Drive is that the views are 
are special but not spectacular. Once you hit Chapman's Peak Drive, that is spectacular. And from the long climb up Chapman's Peak Drive, and you've got to be careful of the false top, because as you're running, you can see the top of the climb, and people focus on that, and when they get there, they turn around the corner, and it's not the top. Okay, You only reach the top once you get <coughs> to the observation station. That is the top. And how will you know that you're at the top? Well, that spectacular view that you just finished seeing on Chapman's Peak Drive will now become one of the most incredible sights that you will see in marathon running anywhere in the world as you look over Hout Bay. And it it is that picture, the picture that you see when you come over the top there, that gives the two oceans its name, the most beautiful ultra in the world. It is without a question a sight to behold. And with it comes the biggest danger to your success on race day. From that point, which is I think at 33 kilometers, I can't remember exact distances, but I think it's at 33 k's, you then plummet down into the small town of Hout Bay where you'll get great support, but it is steep. The camber is quite bad, and in particular the last 500 meters of that climb are really, really hard on the legs. And many a runner has thrown caution to the wind and just run too hard down Chapman's Peak, and that really takes the sting out of your legs. Because once we enter Hout Bay, it's literally a very, very gradual but steady climb all the way to the 42k mark. So you're buoyed by the, you are buoyed by the, the crowds, and it is a quaint little town, a special place in Cape Town. But you hit the 42k mark, and you are then faced with Constantia Neck, which is a brutal 2.7 kilometer climb. It is tough. The camber is hard, and you've just run a marathon. So if you've gone through 28 k's too fast and you've pounded down Chapman's Peak, this is when you'll know all about it. You get to the top of Chapman's Peak Drive and you have a little Const under 10. Oh, sorry, what did I call it? Chapman's Peak Drive. Sorry, you get to the top of uh, Constantia Neck and that's a little under 10 kilometers to go to the finish. And on any profile, that stretch of road looks quite flat. But it isn't. There are three, what we call effort one, two, and three, that'll take you up to Kirstenbosch top gate. But the most significant feature of this stretch is that this is where the camber is truly, truly bad. And people from out of town and people who haven't experienced the two oceans, this camber does come as quite a shock to the system and it is quite painful. Uh, and, you know, there is a little bit of a shoulder to run on, but there's also a lot of runners, so it's not really available. So you need to, to be prepared for that eventuality, and it is going to come. And you get to the top of, of um, I want to call it Constantia Topgate now. It's jumped out of my head. Kirstenbosch. Get to the top of Kirstenbosch Topgate, and from there you have got about four kilometers of really nice downhill running and you're late enough into the race that you really can afford to throw caution to the wind down this stretch really shovel some time in the bag but just save a little bit of energy for the last three and a half kilometers i think it is when you hit the bottom of that climb and you hook a left and you start running up the m5 uh, towards the university of cape town uh, that is a stiff little hill. It's a cruel place to have it, and it's often the place where if you're a targeting a medal, 
the people who are, are struggling at that point and really can't dig deep uh, will battle up that climb and then eventually you hit the the ground the sports grounds of uh, UCT uh, and that's about 600 meters of running on the grass and obviously great excitement in a one of the the special finishes that you'll have in any race in the world with Table Mountain in the background and lots of enthusiastic supporters and probably Mike Finch and Paul Key on Paul Kay on the microphone and and really building up some atmosphere for everybody. So hopefully that gives you a really good overview of the Two Oceans Marathon. Awesome stuff. Lindsay, thank you very much. Don't forget as well, if you want to check out the Coach Perry online community, the website to get to, coachperry.com forward slash join. That's where you can get all the details. Until next time, from the two of us, it's cheers. Be sure to subscribe to the Ask Coach Perry podcast on iTunes, follow it on SoundCloud, or listen to it on Stitcher. Follow us on Twitter at Ask Coach Perry.